You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. I'm your host, Rico Beard, and tonight the College Football Playoff Committee Gave you their first four playoff teams. And no surprise, I think we all know the four teams. Maybe in a different order. But yeah, I think we all kind of knew what those those first four teams were going to be. And you know what? Without further ado, you got Ohio State. The Ohio State University coming in at number one. I'm not shocked. I had them in my power rankings. If you listen to the Valenti Show Rico, they were number one for me as well. Why? Even though Kyle McCord doesn't look like he's that comfortable. I mean, with with Marvin Harrison, there looks to be a little bit of disconnect. Harrison is a lot disgruntled on passes, and you can see the body language. It's not all there. Missing, you know, some of the running backs that are injured. The offense isn't quite clicking the way they're supposed to be. Uh, Emeka Abuka has not played in a while, and I think that's one where they're just kind of waiting for the end of the year for Michigan. You'll see him fully healthy for that game. But Ohio State's defense is really getting it done, and Ohio State has the two best victories in college football. They've knocked off two top ten teams, going out there, knocking off Notre Dame, knocking off Penn State, at least at the time they were top ten teams. They got the two best victories, Notre Dame on the road, Penn State at home, That's why they're number one. Do they have some work to do, man? Yes, absolutely. They have work to do because they, like I said, we compare Ohio State to Ohio State. And and compared to the way they used to be, they're not looking the same. That defensive line, not quite with the Bosa brothers and Chase Young. They used to put tons of people in the secondary in the league. They're good. They're just not outstanding the way that they used to be. But I think the biggest problem is on offense. When you look at Kyle McCord, in his first year at quarterback at Ohio State, the learning curve is just – he's not getting it. Sometimes he's missing wide-open throws or he's underthrowing or overthrowing. When you got the best receiver in the league, it should be real easy. Just get the ball to Marvin Harrison Jr. and let him do the rest. But there seems to be a little bit of a disconnect. All right, at number two. Defending back-to-back champion, the Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia coming in at two – and, you know, I think Georgia is one of those teams where you're kind of like, okay, I don't know what they are. They didn't look the same. Brock Bowers goes out for the year. Well, he'll be out for a long time. I'm thinking probably the year where he'll just sit out, maybe be back in time for the playoffs. But all of a sudden, Georgia's starting to click, and I think it's leading up to a, a game against a sneaky team in Alabama. I'll get to that a little bit later on in this, but – Looks like it's going to be Georgia, Alabama. Now, Alabama's going to have to defeat LSU this weekend, but 
I think that they will, and I think they're going to be setting up for a game in Atlanta once again, Georgia-Alabama for the SEC championship. Winner gets the automatic bid. At number three is the University of Michigan and the NCAA. I mean, well, the college football committee came out and said, basically, we only deal with on-the-field stuff. The stuff that's going on off the field with the uh, – with, with Connor Stallions, that's that's not our business. We only look at the team and what they do on the field. If the NCAA wants to do something, that's fine. If Michigan wants to do something, that's fine. But don't look for us. We only count what they do on the field. Now, Michigan has been beating teams like they're supposed to, like a top team does. Now, they don't have a great resume. Their best victory, well, it's Rutgers. So whenever Rutgers is your best victory, that doesn't say a lot but they are handling their business. They're getting it done. They just, they had a bye week, what a, what a bye week, but they had a bye week after beating Michigan state uh, 49 to nothing. So Michigan comes in at number three and at number four is Florida state. Now Florida state, I used to have it number one in my power rankings, but a lot of their victories aren't looking as good as they once did, uh, especially the Clemson victory. Clemson is really struggling at the time, they were a ranked team, but now, you know, Clemson's going to struggle. Just, I think they probably get to about seven, eight wins if they can do that. So that's your top four. Washington and Oregon sitting there at five and six. And if you're a Huskies fan, I wouldn't worry. You went out, you're in. Oregon, the same thing. You went out, you're in. It's really setting up for a Pac-12 champion. If all things hold equal and both teams just continue to win, the winner of the Pac-12 championship on that Friday night will get a playoff spot. And because why? Well, because one of either Michigan or Ohio State will be forced to lose a game because they have a game at the end of the season. So one of those teams will stay. The other one will leave. I don't think you're going to see two Big Ten teams in the college football playoffs, not this season, because it's kind of a year where there's a lot of teams like I said, the Pac-12 is sitting on the outside looking in, which I really don't understand how they are, but I think that's just some to the bias of the college football committee because when you really look at it, Washington has the best victory. They knocked off Oregon at home, and Oregon, I mean, if you could say has the best loss, and it's to Washington on the road in a game that came down to a missed field goal. You can make an argument that both of those could be up higher. You can make an argument that, well, you're only giving Georgia and Michigan props because of who they are and the brand i'd buy that because yeah it's not necessarily what's happened on the field but if you're washington if you're oregon you win you're in you're not in the initial top four but you'll be there why because michigan and ohio state one will finish up with at least a loss for the buckeyes they've already knocked off penn state now they just have to handle their business and prepare for their game at michigan for michigan you have to go on the road well you got purdue but I don't think anybody's worried about that. It's more so going on the road at Penn State in a couple of weeks and then Ohio State at home to finish up the season. So you have your two your two game seasons getting ready to start. Buckeyes already played the first in the round robin Big Ten tournament that I like to say it is. Unfortunately, the Big Ten commissioner, Petiti, won't just say, you know what? We're going to put the top two teams in the Big Ten in the Big Ten championship game instead of letting anybody from the Big Ten West. Let's just, guys, let's face it. They don't belong in there. When Iowa could possibly go to the Big Ten championship game and they've already fired, well, they haven't fired uh, Brian Ferentz, but they told him he's not coming back. You have a good team. It's damn near a four-way tie. It's just, it's the essence of mediocrity is the Big Ten West 
You don't deserve to have a representation in the Big Ten turn I mean the Big Ten championship game. And I do think that's gonna hurt the Big Ten as a whole, especially this year, because this is a year where you need resume wins and you're not gonna get a resume win. Remember, Pac-12 championships probably gonna be Washington and Oregon. That's a resume win. And heck, depending on how it goes, if Oregon defeats Washington by you know, a field goal and things break the way they can, maybe you could put two teams like that in. Alabama, you know, they defeat Georgia, but Georgia's still sitting there with one loss. Maybe you have two SEC teams, but with the Big Ten, playing the Big Ten West, it's just not an ideal situation. But that is your initial college football playoff uh, first four or playoff uh, teams. Do I agree with them? Yeah, I mean, so much so. I probably would have Washington in there. I probably would take Michigan out just for their body of work. I can't reward somebody who didn't play anything. Now, eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's going on with their, the, uh, the scandal that's going on at Michigan? I don't think you're going to see any resolution anytime soon, but this thing is really getting into the ridiculous where... There's just a lot of smoke. And for people who are going to say, well, everybody does it, guys, everybody doesn't do it the way that Michigan has done it. And it's not necessarily the crime, but it's always the cover up that gets you. And it looks like Michigan is going to a lot to cover up all of these things that are going on. So much so that it looks like they're going to be giving Jim Harbaugh a contract extension, but there'll be language in there saying that if anything comes out of it, either one of the NCAA investigations, I guess they can go back and revisit the contract the latest wrinkle to this is, believe it or not, apparently Stallions was on the sideline at the Central Michigan-Michigan State game this early, at the week one on a Friday night, Labor Day weekend. There's a guy who looks like him. It's almost like the old Bobby Valentine when he put on the fake mustache and the ball cap. There's Stallions allegedly on the Central Michigan sideline dressed up in Central Michigan gear and at first, when I got this, I thought it was like some type of a Halloween costume meme that somebody had sent me. And they're like, no, this is for real. It's so for real that Central Michigan is investigating who that person is. And why is that that big of a deal? You're probably saying, Rico, I can't believe you're making such a big deal of this. You're Sparty, you. 
if Central Michigan simply can look at the photo and say, hey, guys, that's Jason Peterson. Yeah, he's our graduate assistant. Yeah, that's who that is on the sideline. Central doesn't know who it is. Their athletic directors come out and says, we're going to have to hold an investigation. They probably ask all around and nobody can say. Probably nobody can say because they know who it is, but they don't want to be the person who admit that they put that person on the sideline because here's the thing. Man, you people are good when it comes down to it. Somebody told me to go and look early in the first quarter, I think with like 10 minutes and 45 seconds left in the game. There's a pass on the central sideline. The guy in question is standing there next to another Central Michigan assistant coach or some, you know, GA. He has on the Central Michigan shirt, but Central Michigan, folks, is an Adidas school. This guy has on Nike shoes. Why is that that big of a deal? Because when you're contracted by a school to wear certain gear, Every coach comes out and pretty much wears the same thing down to the shoes. You do not wear another brand. Why? You're contractually obligated to wear the brand of shoe that that sponsors the school, that sponsors the football team. You can't wear Nikes out there. And, and perhaps he wasn't even thinking about it. Nobody was thinking about it. But it does appear allegedly. I'm saying allegedly. But man, does it appear that that's him on the sideline. Central is having a hard time refuting. It's not. They're holding an investigation. Where this leads, probably nowhere, because I think a lot of people are just afraid of the University of Michigan. They know that the University of Michigan has strong fans, and they don't want the backlash. So they need not only the smoking gun, but the actual gun. Before it started smoking, the bullets video of it they need to see everything before they'll finally say okay this guy wasn't a lone wolf this thing was really going down because remember the ncaa came to michigan to interview the coaches and the coaches allegedly were on a uh recruiting trips and they weren't there to be interviewed then you have your uh michigan president santa ono coming out and saying hey he's taking pictures with the team he stands by the team hey santa be careful okay you're only beloved on Christmas, not the other 364 days a year. <laughs> you don't want to be on the wrong side of history with this one. I'll just say that. So that's the latest that apparently, allegedly, Stallions dressed up as a Central Michigan coach and was on the sideline for the Central Michigan-Michigan State football game. Central's doing some digging to see if that's him. What happens if they do... Man, I don't know. I say probably nothing because I think no one wants to mess with Michigan because they appear to be on a path to maybe win the national title. My personal opinion that the NCAA would love to see Michigan lose. Big Ten would love to see Michigan lose. College football playoff committee would love to see Michigan lose. Why? They don't have to be the bad guy. Penn State or Ohio State knocked them off. And, well, you know what? Tough crap. You're not going. But it wasn't on us. So, we have that. Um, also, just a couple other things. Look, um, there's a lot of people talk about the Urban Meyer to Michigan State. I'll simply say this. Until I see Urban Meyer come out on his Fox pregame show and totally deny anything dealing with Michigan State and him coming back into coaching, then I'll think it's dead. Him going on some Tennessee podcast i no don't really that means nothing to me 
he has the platform to put this to an end. But the fact that they won't talk about it, the fact they won't joke about it, the fact they won't mention it tells me that he's already told them, guys, we can't discuss this right now, which means there is a level of interest now to where that interest is. I don't know. But the longer this goes, I think if you're a Spartan fan, there's hope that this could be happening. Had a couple independent people talk to me and yeah. I think that once again, I'll simply say this until he comes out and just says, nope, not going to happen on his show on Fox. At that point, I think that talks have officially ended for him possibly going to MSU. I'll leave it at that. Speaking of MSU, I don't know what you're doing. Sam Levis should be your quarterback. He's a true freshman. You've already wasted his red shirt year. I've seen enough out of Caden Hauser. I know what he is, and he is not a good quarterback, period. Now, Jay Joss is not helping him out. The playbook is very limited, and it, that's a sad thing, how this man is still doing his job. I, I don't know, but there's all there's a spark whenever Sam Levitt comes into the game. Why you waited to the end of the Minnesota game to put him in there, I don't know. Now, Levitt is going to make mistakes. He's going to throw picks. He is a true freshman, but – I like the fact that he's taking off and running. I like the fact that he's using his legs. And if you're Harlan Barnett, for God's sake, man, you can't do anything. You're not getting the job back. Just play Levitt. There should not be a quarterback controversy. Why? Are you not saying what everybody else is saying? Hauser's not the guy. Maybe Levitt could be the quarterback of the future. I don't know. Whoever the new coach is is probably thinking, I got to hit the transfer portal and bring in my own guy. I guess that's why all is not lost when it comes to state because you got to look forward to next year. I don't know if the quarterback of the team is even on the roster right now, but if anything, I just want to see Levitt for the rest of the season. And yeah, you're going to have to go up against Penn State and Ohio State. You're going to have to go up against these great defenses, but there's no pressure on you, son. This team's not going to a bowl game. This team's trying to see if they can win a game. That's it. Man, it was a long time since they played the Richmond Spiders. It almost feels like a year ago. But it wasn't. So that's all I have to say about that, to use a phrase from Forrest Gump. All right. I'll have Howard with me a little bit later on in the week. But I just wanted to kind of give a brief pod now that the college football playoff came up with their uh, top four teams who would be in the playoffs as of now, plus a few other tidbits I just wanted to share with you. Um. Keep liking, keep subscribing, keep telling your friends. Hey, let's get this thing up. Let's get more subscribers to this podcast. I would appreciate it. Thank you very much. But for now, this is Rico Beard. You've been watching the Five Star Zone.